folks! Welcome back to my weekly podcast, The Building a Modern Embryo Brand. This week, uh, we continue with how to become strategic in embryo branding and other telemarketing. If you did not listen to the last week's episode yet, maybe you should start with that one and then follow up with the second part. So last week I said, learning to work strategically is paramount to your professional and, uh, and career development in general, but also to your day-to-day work. Adopting the strategic way of work is essentially about learning the routines for being selective, premeditated, and being able to plan and communicate those plans ahead. This is not only effective and efficient for you, but it's also key to managing and leading other people and their work and their results and their positive employee experiences. So let's hit it off with this week's agenda and continue to How Can I Become Strategic? Becoming is always a change process, a change from what is now to becoming something else, something more, something different. So what we're talking about, you know, is is a change process for yourself. When we work with our clients, they often book us to do the employer strategy and plan for them, which obviously saves them a lot of time and guarantees a professional outcome, uh, make sure that they actually get a strategy done in a pretty short amount of time uh, and everything is sort of figured out for them uh, based on obviously a lot of experience and an awarded method. But what they lose with that is the ability to learn how to make that strategy. So we started to offer that as a service too, and those clients who have already gone through that process have loved it very much. Uh, And I would say that for your own professional development, it is really smart to invest in somebody teaching you how to do a strategy instead of, you know, paying for somebody to do it for you. Uh, These clients who started their personal change process with, you know, learning how to make a strategy with me or my team members, uh, you know, they were already more prepared within themselves to change their work routines in line with the strategy because they were they were the ones who were actually, you know, creating that strategy. Now, when someone else does all the strategy work for you, you need to get on board with that personal change process at some point, and that then comes after the strategy work is done. I mean, with our consultancy clients, we offer a program for that part as well because it's (laughs) incremental. But sometimes some clients are, you know, unable to continue with us on that program. And guess what happens? Nothing. Absolutely nothing happens. The strategy ends up in a dust pile and they continue with the ad hoc they were used to. Only recently, you know, we found out a very similar case from last year. You know, everything was done uh, for them and, uh, you know, they never went ahead and actually picked it up and started executing it themselves. What a waste of time and money for everybody. Now, I don't want you to ever do that. 
So that's why I want to talk to you about how becoming strategic is not just about making a strategic plan. You have to deliver that plan as well. And that means you personally and everybody else who is going to be working with that plan needs to adopt a new working style new working habits, new working routines, daily to weekly routines that are required in working strategically. If you've never worked strategically, your daily to weekly habits and routines are different. So you need to change those into new routines. That's hard work as well. That, that's what you need to prepare for. And it helps when you have a good plan and a, and a good guy or some kind of somebody to mentor you how to make the change process in yourself as well. But let's talk about how to start uh, becoming strategic. And we don't start with changing your routines. We start with choosing the right kind of strategy from the strategic talent marketing toolbox. And unless you know what your options are, Becoming strategic starts with learning about your options first. So learning about talent marketing uh, strategies first. Now you may be like, why, 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 why? Let me answer that for you. Because many of you guys think that uh, you are working with employer branding when you are working with some other form of talent marketing and communication. And it's very important for you to learn what is the difference between a recruitment marketing activity, employer branding activity, uh, developing an employer image or internal communication activity, for example? These are all examples of and forms of telemarketing and communication. But they're not the same. So it's very important for you to first learn what your options are. What are your strategic options and what type of a need, business need, each option serves the best? Because we talk about you and your career, not just a company where you work right now. Becoming professional and strategic means that you also know what options suit and when, and what options might be the best one for your current place to work, uh, may not be the best one uh, for your next place to work. So you want to make sure that you know this is about you and your career, your professional acumen, and you want to learn how to become strategic and starts with understanding what your strategic options are with talent marketing. So you want to start with those basics and understand strategic talent marketing first. And I bet you this might actually be a positive surprise and maybe even a huge revelation for you, you know, in addition to you learning what everything is and what everything is not. And uh, I want you to think of it as expanding your own portfolio of skills and knowledge. Now, once you understand where your options are and uh, you understand, you know, which option serves best in whatever type of challenge or scenario, then you need to learn the difference between a strategy and a plan because just a plan is different than a strategic plan and a strategy, uh, strategy is different than a plan. I know it might sound complicating, but when you learn what the difference are, you also learn to recognize what the document is that you're looking at uh, when you see it, because it might be called different. Uh, it's actually pretty common in business life for people to use different terms about the same types of documents. And uh, 
when you know the difference between a strategy and a plan, obviously you have less confusion and you are more confident and grounded to work strategically regardless of, you know, who calls what document what. Now, over the years of working as a consultant, I've learned that companies use different terminology and some companies you are even not allowed to refer to any other document as strategy than the actual top one, the business strategy. And uh, all the rest of the documents must be called plans or strategic plans. So it's good for you to also learn about sort of the hierarchies of strategies in companies, because then you can also feel more confident about what's being discussed and what's being referred to, regardless of what terminology is being used. At the end of the day, a strategy is really simply just a decisions outlining what the focus, what needs to happen as an outcome and in which time frame. And the strategic plan is the execution plan for how to get all that done. And that is always a more detailed plan than the actual strategy. When you have that in order, then you need to learn how to craft that strategy and then the plan, uh, specifically your company need. You might have seen strategies and plans from other companies and other people, but you should never copy paste those because those you don't know, you know what went into those strategic decisions. And sometimes, oftentimes, people ask around on social media, so what metrics are you do, using in employer branding? What metrics are you do, using in recruitment marketing? And then, oh, that sounds like a good metric. We'll choose that as well. That's like absolutely not the way to go. That's like so unprofessional that I don't even know where to, where to begin with that. Everything needs to be based on, it's like a tailored uh, plan based on your company strategic need. Now, you might get inspiration from other companies and other people who've done this work before, but you always must remember that it's, you know, you need to tailor it to match exactly what your company needs. And when you understand all of this, you are in a much better place to choose the best fitting approach for your company needs. Now, once you are there, once you know what kind of strategy you're going to go for, then you need to know how to get started. And I would like to call this phase the strategic pre-planning phase. This is the phase where you kind of get organized with your information and data and options and sort of challenges. So you have, uh, you, you literally... You know, you literally gather information, you literally have discussions, even you may have workshops, you may have uh, survey studies, internal, external, to investigate and identify what is the current situation that needs improving and changing from what it is to what it should be or what it needs to be or what is ideal for it to be. And oftentimes we only look at this from our own angle. That's why this is a good phase where you should include more people from your organization to make sure strategic decisions are what the company and the business needs, not what you would like to do or what you see important from the perspective of uh, you know, your own desk, your own job, or that of the talent acquisition team or the marketing team or the HR team. So include more people you know, from all around your organization uh, and um, also, what's a really important document for you to use in this work is your business strategy, because any strategy uh, in a company is always 
sort of a sub-strategy to the actual business strategy. So it needs to be in line with what your company is strategically planning to achieve. I don't say this in any way to incline that you don't know what needs to be done, but because we are talking about a strategy which does take time to create and, you know, it, you know to do properly, it will, you know, to, so that it will actually be useful and sustainable, you want to make sure that your strategic decisions are soundly based. And also because I'm sure that there are many reasons and needs that, um, uh, need uh, fixing uh, in, in, in your organization with a more strategic telemarketing approach. But the thing is that no company has enough resources to tackle every single that kind of a talent-related uh, uh, challenge at once. So you need to be choosy. This is when, when I said uh, that, uh, you know, strategic work is, you know, working strategic is always selective premeditated and planned. So you need to be selective and choosy what you are focusing on, which need is the most important, which challenge uh, is the priority, which target audience is the priority. And that's why you want to include a bit more people than just yourself and your team, your immediate team. Uh, also, it won't look very professional if you're if you present a strategy and, uh, you know, management will question immediately and uh, then you don't have an answer what this is based on or your answer is going to be very sort of, uh, you know, from one angle only. Now, envision the stage as the stage in which you collect the information you need before you can sit down on your desk and start the actual strategic planning work. So what you need is you know, business-related information such as the business strategy. You'll need internal information such as employee experiences, understanding your sort of uh, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats as a place to work as an employer. You'll need telemarketing analysis, market analysis, competitor analysis. You need to know how your company currently positions and what kind of reputation your company has as an employer. Now, this is an area where you can go big with, you know, acquiring you know, data and services and consultancy advice, purchasing and ordering various research and studies. But at the same, you don't have to do all that. I mean, if and when your resources for, for your strategy are anyway limited, you want to make sure that you are spending, you know, a smaller portion of your budget into this strategy phase and a bigger portion of your budget into the actual execution phase. Because in so many companies still in 2021, they only have a budget for the strategy and they have no budget for the actual execution. So there's no point making a strategy if you don't, if you can't execute it. So you don't want to spend your budget on purchasing and ordering loads of research and studies and analysis and stuff if that's going to ease away your abilities of actually putting together a good strategy and, and then executing it. So the point here is to find out, you know, the information and you can do a lot of research yourself too. Going too detailed is not going to add any value for your strategy. And the internet is full of sources to dig through and, uh, you know, do the assessments yourself or with your team, uh, use your employees. Uh, you have social media to ask people. Uh, you have your recruitment processes, which are a really good source to discuss the marketplace with your applicants and so on. 
So uh, be smart here with your time and budget because then you need to have time and budget for the actual strategic planning. And even if you're going to do the strategy on your own in your organization, it's still going to cost your company money because it's going to cost the time that you do this work. So if you don't know what you're doing, it's probably a better investment to invest into somebody who can do it for you faster and quicker. But at the same time, you know, be smart about your decisions. If you don't know what you're doing, are you going to be able to do a good strategy? But if you do know what you're doing, then do it yourself and invest then more time into the actual execution phase. Now, once you have a, uh, have a reasonable amount of relevant information, you start your, your strategic planning. Here you choose which talent marketing strategy you're going to go for. And this is based on what your company needs. And it may not be employer branding. The actual strategic planning phase consists of two parts. Uh, I recommend keeping these two parts also physically separate because your outcomes, which are going to be documents, will be more manageable when they're not like 200 pages. Your first part is the actual talent marketing strategy that you chose. Consider this as the framework that consists of your key strategic intentions, those decisions that I explained in the last week's episode that you need to make to be firm about uh, so that you have a solid foundation for all of your actions later on. You can keep changing your strategic intentions every week, every month, not even every year. Now, we're talking about what needs to change, what needs to grow, what needs to improve, what needs to be built, what needs to take place. What is the current situation? What does it need to be? And in which time frame does it need to be? Who does it concern? Who do you focus your efforts on? What must those people think and do as a consequence of your strategic actions? These kind of decisions outline your strategic intent. And once you are ready with that, you confirm that with your internal stakeholders to make sure that they agree with you and you all share the same strategic intent. Once that is done, that's the talent marketing strategy done. Check. Next, you continue to your strategic action plan. Now, the purpose of this is to plan in more detail how you make those strategic intents happen and get the outcome you outline as your goal in your strategy. It's important for you not to move on to this planning phase until the the strategic intent is very clear. Because what happens if you plan and then make changes to your strategic intent is that you need to redo your plan. And that's going to be very time consuming because this document, this plan, is much more detailed than the strategy document. So you want to make sure that your strategic intent is very firm and confirmed and checked and done before you go into this phase. You should also know that it will be very difficult, if not impossible, to make a solid strategic plan without that strategic intent in place first. After all, this plan is to execute that strategic intent in order to get those results set in the strategic intent. So you don't know what you're going to be planning for unless you have those in place first. In the strategic talent marketing, your action plan is always communication and marketing plan with the intent of marketing, promoting, and advertising your premeditated key messages to the selected target audiences in those channels and with those means that are available to you and best reach your target audiences. And the more target audiences you have, 
the more means and resources this work requires. That's why it's very, very, very smart to prioritize who do you actually really need to reach and influence and convert. Your recruitment marketing strategy is going to be different. You have much more like a wider target audience base because we're talking about recruitment profiles. But in employer branding, that's not the case. Now, what happens when your plan is ready? Execution begins. For talent marketing to be effective and not that consuming from your part, it needs to be small actions planned for several times a week instead of one to two campaigns a year, because those campaigns then need to be extremely noticeworthy and planned in ways that impact big time and make people to change from then and there. And that's actually smart and really possible only in recruitment marketing, not in employer branding at all. What do you think? Are you ready to become strategic? If you say yes, there is, of course, a course uh, called Talent Marketing Strategies available now at Talent Marketing School. This course teaches you the necessary basics in becoming strategic in talent marketing. I will teach you that. I will teach you that on demand, which means that there are available videos and content for you to study on your own time when you want. Uh, and go back to it as many times as you want to. And I will teach you about your primary target, uh, uh, strategic options, how to select the right strategy, and the difference between the strategy of plan to get the uh, basics for you in becoming strategic in talent marketing. And once you have that covered in your own time, you can then move on to do a strategy and a plan for modern employer branding. That course will be out later this year, but you'll get that for the same price because Dell Marketing School has only one annual subscription fee that is going to cover all the courses and lessons inside Talent Marketing School as long as you subscribe to Talent Marketing School. Now, how to get access to this course? Go to talentmarketingschool.com, talentmarketingschool.com and check out this course. Uh, if it sounds like what you need, become a student, get access on this new website, this new service, talentmarketingschool.com. And for the price of this one course, you will get all the courses that are going to be at the, the Talent Marketing School. And the good thing is that you are in no hurry because you have a whole year. And if you, if you want to stay as a student, your subscription renews until you cancel. It's very easy for you, very convenient for you. And uh, by the way, if you subscribe to the weekly email for this podcast, open this week's email that I sent you because there's a decent discount code for your first year subscription to Talent Marketing School. And that code is valid until the end of June 2021, midnight Eastern European time. If you don't subscribe to my weekly email yet, you definitely should because not only are you missing out on this code, you're missing out on my free exclusive expertise advice that I send every week to the subscribers about that week's podcast topic. And if you go to modernemployerbrand.com, uh, you go to the podcast page, you subscribe to it. You won't miss out on the special offer to the Helen Marketing School that I'm sending out right now. Reminder, it's only valid until the end of June 2021. So act now if you plan to get access to Talent Marketing School at any time because you don't have to start studying before end of June. You just need to get your access to be able to use the coupon. Alrighty, I'll be back next week with another episode on building 
a modern hamburger brand. My name is Susan Narantan and see you next week. Bye-bye.